and we are up and running. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, this is this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Art Lexer podcast. We are recording episode 112 today, um, and it's yeah, it's close. To, it's we really well into April, so yeah, if you survive 2023 to April so far, congratulations to you. It's been a hell of a year. Everybody knows that. So if you survive so far, you know you're doing something right. Um, and you obviously listening to the dopest art based podcast at least in South Africa, and I've said that a bunch of times. Um, just before I get into my guest today, um, just a few things. Um, I made a, I made a, <laughs> uh, I made another announcement um, about Gallery 360 Africa I think two weeks ago, and we were supposed to actually publish on Monday, um, but there was another postponement, so that's why nobody heard anything, and I had no social media posts about it, anything. Um, the developers are actually fixing up something on the user app, but it's but it's not to do with the functionality; it's more just aesthetics. Um, I don't have no control over that stuff, so I just gotta wait for the developers. But um, MLab and I decided uh, we're gonna there is a plan, and there's the lab. But the app is working; it's just yeah. I've got no control over that. So um, yeah, that's the one thing. Uh, the other thing also, uh, I also started to create more. Um, I started to create uh, YouTube. What's that? Uh, all the YouTube shorts will be on our um, YouTube page, which is the Art Let's Here podcast at YouTube. So those are like 60 second videos. Um, I've got some views already, but I'm going to start promoting that through the course of the weekend and such. So yeah, I'm going to do it to this episode, to all the episodes actually. And um yeah, that's the one thing. And oh yeah, that's the the, the last point I have. Um, the African Genius series, uh, African Genius podcast series is still ongoing. Uh, we actually published an episode um, earlier on in this week, um, and we've got some we've got some really interesting guests and some interesting stuff lined up. So the African seed, the African Genius podcast, also as you guys know, is also on my channel. Um, the collaboration with the brother Sal Okebolan from Texas. So we look forward to that. And there's some really cool stuff. Um, we got an episode where we talk about Amapiano. We 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 critical and agree with it, but look forward to that. I'll publish that next week, Wednesday. And um, yeah, as you guys can see, it's close to winter and all that shit. So it's gonna get cold and blah 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 blah, all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, and remember the art lexia. Uh, the email address is theartlexia.podcast at gmail.com. If there's anybody who wants to give me a shout for anything. Or you can find me on my YouTube chat, uh, Facebook page. Yeah, um, I'm talking to an old friend of mine, uh, 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 an old guest on the show. I think it's the third time, third or second time he's been on here. Um, Tabo Moteki, my king. Firstly and first and foremost, um, good morning. How are you doing? And welcome to welcome to the Art Lexia. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Kipase. <laughs> old friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big eye on the of his work. Um, if you guys follow me on any of the social media platforms, you'll see that. Uh, I mean, Tabo's got a new show coming out. It's called um, 535 Pakedi Street, Money is Bigger Than God. That's a sick title, first and foremost. That title is sick. Um, it's, 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 actually, it's actually quite poetic because when, when I read it, I, I had my own, um, you know, I saw, I saw various images and stuff like that in my head. Um, but... Um, Let's first, let's, let's first start there, man. Just tell our listeners about the show. I mean, it's taking place at the art room in Parkhurst, and we'll give more details as the as recording goes on. Um, so, and, you know, um, also also just as the listeners, we are, we are in Tabo Studio, so we will be looking at some of the work and probably looking at some of the processes and techniques and so forth. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. So, my brother, um, let's start at the beginning, man. Um, 535 for KD3, Money is Bigger Than God. OPS title. Um, how did you tell us about the title and about the concept? And we'll just, you know, we'll just unpick it bit by bit after that. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> it's quite exciting, you know, especially to, <laughs> to talk about the title, you know, because uh, the title carried on, you know. Um, uh, the inspiration and the reason of uh, titling the show about that, it comes from a personal experience, you know, sure. and it comes from, from the journey. And more than anything, it, it was more like an, a frustration of what I'm, I'm, I'm going through, you know, as a good citizen of South Africa. 
<laughs> things are harder, you know, you try everything, things are, are getting harder. But now I had to reflect back to where I come from, you know, um, uh, Pakeh, the, uh, 535 Pakeh Street, uh, money is bigger than God. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's personalized uh, statement. So I put it, money is bigger than God in a context. So I moved this big name, God is bigger than God to 535, you know? So ah. it's, 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 it's like, I, 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 it's more like I, I took a giant and then make it smaller and then put it into the house. So what happened is I converted the gallery to be a home, to be 535. Okay. Um, there is a piece that I've created in, in an exhibition. It's a stuff. Uh, it's what my grandfather left for my mother. It's a so it's more like our legacy. Uh, the sound is the sound is just fluctuating a bit there. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The sound is busy fluctuating there. Just got a bit soft. Um, but 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 from what but from what I but from what I heard you said, I get it. Um. Just tell us, like five thirty-five Pakeda Street. Uh, Pakeda Street is that your home address? I look through. I can't. I, I can't hear you. Um. Yeah, I think there is a bit of a. There is a bit of a. Uh, 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 can you hear me now? Right. Um. Yeah. These these things happen often, unfortunately, and it's to do with the bullshit load shedding. I'm sure some tower got knocked out somewhere. That's why, you know, okay. I always request tell the guests and I mean um, my listeners that these things happen, so please just bear with us. Um, I usually just pause, you know, when the when there's a break or whatever, um, and I'll try to edit it out as well. Um, my brother, I was gonna ask you, like, um, is Pakeri Street is that your house? Is that your house? Your your residential address? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I can let me just um, introduce. Uh, I'm from Free State, uh, Masilo Cheneze. Uh, the house is 535 and then Pakiti Street is a street. Okay. So this family, it, it's, a, it's a Christian family. You know, okay. uh, it's, uh, I'm with um, Pakiti Street, I am, I am telling the story of the entire family and the generations before us and generations after. And then I am in between. You know, um, and the Christian side of the family is the one that um, influenced or sparked the idea of the thing. So okay. one other thing that I want people to understand is that I, I nearly became a priest, you know? Okay. Uh, my mom, yeah, and my mom at the moment, uh, she's a big elder of the church. Oh. So, and then uh, the theme, it's influenced by conversation that I had with my mother. She gave me an A4 paper that written a family tree. So she wanted me to portray that. So instead of portraying it, then I, I started looking at this family tree. Then I, I saw, you know, the entire family you know, um, passing in front of me. And then, and then what I question is that, what did everyone leave behind? It's more like about the legacy. It's about what they lived for. And then when I question her, then I realized that we all live for death, you know? So, and then there was, uh, there, were, there was eight of them. She's the only person left uh, in the family. And then everyone passes the same way same experience, same journey, same culture, you know, uh, but the only thing that they live is their name. And then in the generation to come, they live with poverty, you know, there's a struggle. Um, right now, if I were to start a business, you don't have anything that it's a base for us that we can start making from, 
you know then i start questioning my mother and say why are we still practicing the same culture that is it doesn't benefit bad to us you know so and, and what i said to her is that there's nothing bigger than god you know so i personalized man is bigger than god and put it into a context so i moved it to the public and put it in 535 and then when you move to the exhibition you realize that you are in 535 then you'll meet everyone that it's being a part of that thing you know so when i i was making research i started realizing because it was a bit of interesting uh, findings you know that yeah. when god created he created heaven and earth and then created a human after so he created a platform where the human can live from you know he created all the basics he created all the things that literally we need to live from from it so but all of those things they now converted into currency human they no longer have access to that you know so now the focus started to shift from focusing to god but focusing on on the need you know so the land it's created by oh. god but now uh, for people but now people never don't have that access anymore towards that so then i started realizing that instead of living we we are we are we, we are surviving right and now that is a question that also go to the system because of now the system stayed in the position of becoming god right okay. because of now the That's system no. it's people and people they own things and people they control things and now they becomes more like image of god you know so and then this 535 came in that in that sense that we have to start uh, shifting our focus and then try to understand what is really really going on within the film because it's it's a fifth generation right now and then i saw it, it things are a hectic at home so i had to find a tool to communicate you know my frustration so the exhibition is a reflection of my feedback to the entire film right so i used a thumbprint as a representations of our ancestors and then i created a sculpture with five dimensions reflecting fifth generations of the film and then now looking at how the situation are at home as a film so things are still the same as my mom was born and those who came before her and then the situation is also the same with us and yeah. now it's just a matter of that particular question now we are a christian family we are a praying warriors we doing everything perfectly but we are the most suffering family you know you are the most struggling family so now i was imposing this question to my mother because she's the only uh, person left in, in the entire family yeah. there was eight of them she's the person left in yeah. the entire family and so you still doing the same thing the way they they been happening before and then where does everything leave us as the current generation and the future generations so can we just sit as a family and find a way so i created a coin which is a reflection of myself responding to the entire situation of the entire field wow wow uh up just just a few points there uh, that i picked up firstly firstly is very brave i think i think it's pretty brave in in a honest kind of way uh we're living in 2023 and we're living in an age where uh facts don't matter and you know how you look on instagram matters um to go that deep and become that personal i think that's heavy um um, um that's heavy that that journey must have been must have been something and i also dig the whole, um also like what you were saying about the business thing uh, um i've got the same issue in my family there's also very little legacy outside of basically just words and maybe a house and stuff like that um i think that's also something that black families across in fact probably across the continent can relate to so i think that also at least from my perception that makes the work relatable 
Um, and thanks for and thanks for sharing that with us. Um, you made mention there of the thumbprint, and that I also saw in a whole host of the artworks. Um, you said just 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 explain to us the conceptual nature around the thumbprint. Um, whose thumbprint is it? Um, and why um, a thumbprint? You know, I mean, there's the hand. You know, there's there's various parts of the body that one can also use. Why why um why why thumbprint? Also also I would just say visually, um, yeah yeah it's. There's there's something there, so 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 just explain that um, a little bit to us. Yes, um, quite interesting question, because um, the entire exhibition, um, is a drawing of thumbprints, and there are two types of prints. It's the spiritual prints and the physical prints. So okay. the spiritual prints is the print that comes from deceased people already passed. And then the physical print is the existing people. This is how I differentiated the thing. So when you enter into the exhibition, I did an installation. So the installation is the installation about old chairs that was used by my grandmother and my grandfather. It's a his and hers uh, uh, chairs. You can, you can also relate when you see those chairs. The other one is blue, the other one is a bit white. And then um, and I used the assembles, you know, what they used when they were still alive, um, which is a blanket on the chair and then and sleeping shoes. Uh, oh. And then there is a tapet and I created more like a house setup. So the idea of the images, visually where they come from, they come from the old chair. Because those chairs, they carries all the history, you know, all the it. generation passes. I get it. All of I them. It no, touches no, those no, chairs, no. you know. Yeah. And yeah. if you come, we visit as a visitor. We give you a chair, you open the chair, then you leave your prints on that chair. And the generation to generation to generation to generation, they've been touching the very same chair. So the reflection of the images, they come from the installation. Hence, I'm saying uh, they're still with us, you know, uh, uh, spiritually through their prints. You know, because of they are all in those chairs, and the way I portrayed uh, those images, I used their spaces where they lived from and entitled the images about that. So, for example, my my grandfather, uh, he had five siblings. There was there was three girls and two boys, and then all of them they got married and they, had, they lived in different spaces. And then three sisters, one of them, he lived in Soweto. One of the images titled Soweto. It's where he, he moved to and got married and then he started his family and, you know, and the other one is in Free State, Seneca. And the other one is Tabanchu. And my grandfather and his brother, they were both in the same place in, in Free State, Tennessee. So then I named them with the street. And one of the street is Pakedi Street, which is representing my, my grandfather. And then in 19, it's the older brother, you know? So, and then there is other images where I use an animal skin and the thumbprint together. Because um, my grandfather used to uh, own animals. You know, he was a wealthy man. Um, he had land, he had shops, he had animals. So, and he lost those things when he contributed to, to the church then, because he built the church. And then he helped the community. Then everything disappeared. You don't even know what happened with family wealth. So it's one of the things that also reflect into the exhibition. What happened with a family wealth that was supposed to benefit generations to come, you know? But now the family, because the focus was saving God, being church, you know, uh, giving, they were kind. So after my grandfather lost everything, no one had an ability to, you know what, to find a way to, re to regain everything that family lost, you know. So the exhibition is about my grandfather built the church, helped the community, everything disappeared after that. And then no one had any guard to rebuild, you know, for the next kind of 
Okay, yeah, I mean, the line is, the line is just breaking up here, just to the listeners. So, um, one of the images that I created, it's with myself. So, do you hear me? Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'm just going to turn off my video just for a while, just to save bandwidth um, so that the line, so that the audio is a little bit clearer. Um, but you can continue, please. Uh, just to the listeners, I think there's another break in there. Uh, Tavo, are you still there? All right. Yes. So, operation. Um, Okay, yeah, just uh, just bear with me there. Sorry for one second. I see uh, my line is my my connection is down. Um, yeah, just bear with me. The sync takes. I'm sure it has something to do with the load shedding. Yeah, just bear with me, please. It's just restarting quickly. Um, yeah, everybody. Yeah, man, we just had a bit of a break there um, with the poor network. Um, and yeah, if you guys know, or you're based in South Africa, you know, this is unfortunately our new reality. So I'll just turn off my video for now, just so that we can save bandwidth. Um, yeah, and hopefully we can still get through. Um, we can, can still finish the conversation with Tabo Muteke about his, about his body of work. So Tabo, just to, um, just to bring you in, um, um, just to bring you in there, uh, from when we, um, from when we just broke, uh, you know, where we had the, the intermission, intermission, um, you were explaining to our, you were explaining to my listeners about your, um, about, uh, uh, how you were conceptualizing your family's history. Um, you also was telling us a story about your, about your late grandfather. And, um, yeah, I think we can, um, if it's possible, we can just pick it up from, um, from from there because I definitely want to get into the processes, into the actual artwork, um, like some of the formal or the technical things about the exhibition. Are you still there with me? Yes, yes, I'm still here. Okay, yes. so um, yeah, uh, you can just yeah, you can just pick it up from there. All right. Uh, before you cut it up, um, I was telling you about uh, a night before the opening exhibition. Yeah. I had a conversation with my mother. Uh, she was supposed to come and be a part of the speaker, you know, uh, to tell us about her journey. Because the point of me doing that, I wanted to compare the life that she's living right now and whatever that she's experiencing. And then as an old person, she doesn't see uh, what is really a challenge about her life and how her life affects uh, our lives because um, she believes we have to do things in a certain way so that things can be okay but she doesn't see the bigger picture so and then I went and see her a night before so that I can prepare for for the opening yeah. so we didn't see eye to eye for the fact that I said uh, money is bigger than God you know and then I said the show is um, the point of the exhibition is not about God. It's not about God, money being bigger than God. Because uh, Pakedi, 535 Pakedi Street is the title of the exhibition. Money is bigger than God. It is sub. It is sub theme. You know where I I use money is bigger than God as a reference of uh, how our life is being structured. You know sure. because her father had wealth, then he lost all of those things from how he believes, you know, because he gave things without regaining them back. You know, uh, my experience and our family experience, we keep giving. is the same as when you go to bank, when you keep withdrawing, you end up with negative and nothing, you know, and get exhausted and getting tired. So, but she doesn't realize what it's taking her energy out of her. 
Um, right now, me personally, I am not Moteki, you know, because I'm, I, I grew up under Moteki's family, but uh, through blood, I am not Moteki. And then she's the only person left in Moteki. She's the only person left because everyone, 535, it's only her representing the entire family. So now I am here to show her what is being a challenge, what's being a problem with our life throughout. You know, it's we believing, but we're not working. We're not creating, we're not restoring the legacy of, uh, of the fame, you know? So the point of uh, the exhibition is, is that we need, we need each other. We need to check um, what can we leave for the next coming generation. I had a son, which is I collaborated with in terms of one of the pieces titled Legacy. Okay, you know? So it's, and then I have a nephew where I created a portrait, which is a drawing. The title of that portrait is a key, which means now we, he's older than my son. And then he's, he's the one who will give direction uh, to the entire thing, right? So I, I created the coin. Um, okay, there's something that disturbing. Can you give me just a few minutes? Then I'll be back. Can we oh, just give me just two seconds? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, okay, go for it. Yes. So then conversation didn't go very well with my mother because she still believed on the old ways of doing things. So personally, I I I realized that. Um, I am the one who is responsible to change how the generation that is coming to do things different. Absolutely. So, my nephew uh, using a Swati uh, material because my mother was married to a Swati and then he passed away. And then okay. I brought his memories yeah, into, into the space. But my mom's husband, they believed the same way. And then there, there was a conflict between me, how I see things and them, you know? Okay. So my mom didn't end up being into to be part of the exhibition. Um, then I had to present the entire show by myself and then try to give audience the understanding where I come from with the idea of bringing God into the space. And okay. earlier I said, uh, there is nothing bigger than God, you know? Uh, but me personally, I realized that I need money in my life because it's one thing that I've never experienced. You know, what I've experienced, I experienced being with God, with my family. And earlier I created an exhibition. Uh, I was part of a two men exhibition. The title was A Life After, where I, I, I created one piece, the titled um, Lost Identity. It was, it, it was a thumbprint of a young portrait. Uh, I realized that I lost my identity when I was a child because when you also the schools that shape you. Then I realized that I never been myself throughout my yeah. life. Yeah. So the reflection of the exhibition, it's trying to relearn, you know, and clean everything and then yeah. try to find myself. And then I believe that uh, I have to connect with God by myself. I have yeah. to find God and he needs to find me, you know. Yeah. But now with my experience, God was taught, I was taught how to pray. I was taught who is God. 
I was taught, like, I never connect. I never have that relationship where I am personally go and seek whose God is. Then I realized yeah. that in the process that I've been praying to a, God, a wrong God. That is where I am, where I am, because he doesn't hear me, you know. Um, I, he never answered my prayers. Throughout my life, I've been hustling. Throughout my life, I've been praying, waiting for the response. There's no response, you know. So yeah. by now, I gave myself an opportunity to say, you know what, can I have a relationship with man and see if my life would be totally different, you know, because my mom, she's struggling. My sister, she's struggling. I am struggling. We are home, uh, homeless, not homeless, landless, you know, yeah. or propertyless. Yeah. Uh, no one can be able to assist each other. But the family gave all the wealth to the church, the church. and gave all the wealth of the family to the community. I see and the then yeah. in that investment, there is no return. So what I was questioning in all of that, why are we doing what we're doing? What is the return of what we're investing in? Because we invest so much time, we invest money, we invest ideas, we invest, but there's no return. So at this present moment, presenting that ex exhibition, I was saying, I'm exhausted. You know, I've been giving, you know, I've been, you know, teaching, I've been creating exhibitions, I've been, you know, going to church and contribute ideas. I once did an exhibition with with the church where I, I was assisting them to raise funds to build the church. And that exhibition was a community engagement at Museum Africa. You know, from my history, we've been giving as the family. And then what I portrayed in, in the exhibition, I did, um, the exhibition came as a vision, you know, and then, and then specifically in the specific color, uh, the art room where I showcased it. Then I told the gallery that I had a vision of showing my exhibition here. And then there's a stage. And that stage of the gallery is more like an altar. Yeah. And I created I created angels. There is a two wings. And then in those wings, then I did a metaphor of uh, my family who passed away. It's more like um, it's an idea of heaven. This is what they lived for. You know, because I look back what they lived for, they lived nothing. But the only thing that they lived for is to invest for afterlife. And then on that stage, I created where they are. And then I know my family was, you know, a, a decent family, loving people, amazing. But their focus, it was not in, in the beneficiary of the family. You know, because right now, whatever that they invested in, there's nothing coming in you know, uh, to support the current generation. And then if we also continue with the very same behavior, our kids yeah. will stand here, you know, and yeah. ex experience the same problem. I realized yeah. when I started a business, yes, when we started the business, we started a business from nothing, you know, and it doesn't make sense to me, of which there are people who lived before us. You know, you need to prepare a platform so that whatever that you've been through, I don't have to experience the same thing. And this is what I'm, I'm looking at right now. What can I create and prepare for the next coming generation? They don't have to start a business as I started a business. They need to now take the business Africa or to the world than understanding how to register business. You know? So, what experience is that and I look at my mom invested in it doesn't give back you know so the exhibition is a reflection of the family in the relationship with God and with the relationship with man are you still there sir? my brother I'm 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 here your story your story is moving I don't think I've ever come across an art exhibition that is so deep and that personal. Um, actually, I just wanna I just wanna say salute to being that honest. I can feel your pain. I'm sitting like miles away, and I can and I can feel it. Um, I can I can I can also see exactly where you're coming from and where you're going to. And I totally agree with you that like we need something. We can't make the same mistakes that our, you know, that the previous generation made. Um, yes. shit, man, your show was your show was heavy, bro. 
your show is heavy heavy the 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 the, the concept is is just i feel i feel i feel so many people need to hear the story because i feel so many people can relate to it yes like and one other thing that as you say as you say the exhibition is heavy i am telling you um uh, i've been hustling like i will just personalize this on my side you know but the, the journey it's also affect my business partner later because um when we were supposed to create this exhibition we had to move out of the space you know yeah uh, we had to move we moved in three spaces in one year and then when we about to you know uh, we something happened so we prepared the space we worked for like from last year december till now we only worked for five months you know so we just moved into a new space at the moment because the space was taken away from us last year september then we had to prepare for a new space from september to december currently it's we just moved into the new space and where's at the same the, time where's, I the, where's the new space a uh, constitution here transfer uh, we were operating from the basement so we worked for five months. Then after five months, we had to stop it. They gave us a new space where we had to start renovating the space, paint. And then that was taking the time away from me creating yeah. uh, the work for the exhibition. Yeah. You know? So January, the gallery went to check. I only created one sculpture to show the idea of the sculpture I wanted to, to present. But we didn't have even money to buy material for me to prepare this exhibition. Right. So my best partner asked, do you still want to continue with an exhibition? I said, yes, because exhibition has to happen, you know, and then it, it, it was a spiritual, this exhibition, it was a spiritual thing. I feel like there is someone who is running this show, you know, like spiritual. Because I don't know how the exhibition happened. I didn't have material to buy. I needed about I created all I had to, you know, uh, be find a way to come up with a way of creating this artworks, you know. So I submitted the last piece a day before exhibition. And I kept telling my business partner that the exhibition created itself. It has to happen. I don't know how it happened. There was so much pressure. I didn't have money, but it was a, a spiritual process. You know, if I can tell you how I found materials to create this body of work, you know, instead of using paper, I used canvas. I converted a, a print into a painting. You know, I had wood, then I had to convert that wood into a sculpture. And I had to move a, 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 a washing line at home and then use that line, a, a wire, to create the wings, you know? So wow. there was the wings, there's an installation, there is, the, the exhibition is amazing, if you can see, but I created that show out of nothing. Then the exhibition is the reflections of what I'm going through, you know? Uh, right now, I can take with the story Uh, sorry, we just paused there for a little while, but but yes. continue, but continue, please continue. Yes. So, and then one of the pieces that I created, it's a sculpture about my sister uh, reflecting her struggle because she was uh, kidnapped, you know, as a Jesus. child. Um, and then I created a sculpture about my mom, which is reflecting five generations. And then my relationship with me and my mom, what she went through, it's it's hectic, right? Because she disappeared for about six to seven years, not knowing where she is. And then wow. I was still a child by that time, you know? Uh, when I still in the primary, moving to high school, I had to find a school by myself. Uh, I had to be a parent when I was a child, you know? My mom got a prophecy of 
saying she will suffer for 20 years. And it exactly happened spiritually, financially, uh, um, health-wise. She'd she been there. When she came back, she was still, you know, trying to recover from all of that. And then the prophecy said she needs to find a space in the church. Then she, she will heal. And this is what happened. Um, Health-wise, she became better. Financially, she's still struggling. She's the most and she's getting old that that journey impacted to us you know yeah and then it gave me that moment to say wait a minute what exactly are we doing you know because yeah. everything that we've been, that we've been doing is not working for us and yeah then that that's when the idea of me reflecting back to god and say Probably we, 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 we are in the wrong space. You know, maybe we, we bring a wrong God. Uh, maybe he doesn't even hear us. The way yeah. we pray. Um, and now, when I look at what money can do for the family right now, I see the money as the solution. You know, because yeah. it will give us access, it will give us option, and it will give us freedom. Of which all of these three things we don't have at this point. We start, we've been in the one space forever, but we always in the God position. But now we don't we don't see solution. Like I've been working hard, as I'm saying, and I'm, I I hustled since I was a child until now. I never find peace, I never relaxed my life, I never said, you know what, let me get the breath, you know. Also, after the exhibition, you know, after I gave what I gave to create the gift. So you need to get something. Maybe going somewhere to relax. I didn't even have that kind of a man. I don't have that kind of a luxury, you know. So now I am questioning my life at this present moment and say, nothing worked for the family. Five generations later, we're still experiencing the same thing, right? And then my mom, she still wants to go on with the very same culture. And I'm questioning that. And now I am now uh, infected. Uh, like the society don't understand. They don't understand why five thirty-five Parker Street is the house that my grandfather left for their kids. For, for his yeah. kids. Are you still yeah. with me, sir? I am. Yes. So, I am. Please, please. What please. Is am yeah. Yes. What is amazing about the house, uh, 535 uh, house, is that everyone who lived in that house, they inherited that house and passes to the next. Yeah. And then it, it, it looks like the house is the, is the legacy and is the wealth. You know, because my mom, he's the, she's the only person left. She wants to pass that house to me. And I said, guys, if you feel like there's a need of passing the house from generation, generation to generation, why don't you create a proper wealth? Why don't you pro create a proper um, legacy? You know, because all of you, you're not, you know, building anything, you're not creating anything. The only thing that you're going to leave behind is the house. And I yeah. said, can you do better than that? And then now... This way the conflict comes in and said, this is how we've been doing things as, as a family, you know, because no one yeah. is agreeing with what I'm saying. But I created a, the, the, the coin piece that I created of myself. It's outside the galaxy, of which I'm the only person who is different from everyone, you know, uh, and then heading into a different direction. And that coin, it, um, it's written... Motegi's uh, trust. So the Motegi trust it's where now everything has to start changing. So the okay. exhibition is very personal and okay. I believe it's not me who created the, uh, the exhibition. Yeah, it was a yeah. given. It, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing. You know, and
Because I was not sure about can you find out, but continue with the show. You know, sir. My brother, um, you know, this is my hundred uh, twelfth episode that I'm recording here. I think this your this episode with you is by far the deepest I've had um, here and most personal. I'm actually I'm I'm seriously moved by what you said on on multiple levels, and I'm and I'm actually quite inspired. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm seriously moved by what you said, man. Um, geez, Tabo, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about like the process and stuff, but I think you've said. I think, I think how you explained everything. I don't even, you know, I don't see the need to 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 go and look at that. Just to all my listeners, like, um, please go and view this um body of work. It's showing at the art room in Parkhurst. Um, can you can you just tell us from when to where is it showing? Because I, because I know you've got a walkabout on Saturday, on the twenty second, right? Yes, tomorrow. Yes, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, how yes. long will the how long will the show be up for? And uh, where can you know um 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 is the is there a, 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 a digital version and so forth? Where 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 else can can people view the body of um, the work? All right, uh, the exhibition it will run until thirtieth of April, which is this month. Okay. And I am planning to take this exhibition to 535. Uh, uh, because I should have went home and consulted because it was more like a ceremony and exhibition. You I know? can imagine. Because, yes, because it has all the elements that represent home and that represent ancestral, you know, so, uh, the cup, I also shown the cup that they were using. Um, there is a bottle that I, I created is next to next to the chair. That that bottle is covered by a blanket. And then that it was when we didn't have a fridge during those times, then we put water in that and put it under the tree. And then and then the water would become cold. And then my grandfather taught that so that it was bringing all the elements and all the memories into the space and then the material that I used it's a it's situation and then there is a one big um, print that I created the title of that is a traditional wedding it's a, it's in my wife I portray my wife but it's a representation of my grandmother because my grandmother she was the person who was wearing situation all the time so she's she's the my wife, she's the representation of my grand. When we look at her, she has the same energy, she has the same love, she has the same support. So I keep calling her Mme, but she doesn't know why I'm saying that. But I'm saying I'm, I'm emphasizing the point of you are our grandmother. You 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 brought that life, brought that energy, brought her because she was the person who brought the family together. Because after she passed away, and we never get anything. It was just scattered, you know. So, but now through my wife, I'm, I'm, it's a resemblance of the peace, resemblance of love, hope, you know, because she's still young. And then we have a young, beautiful uh, baby boy who is, who is very smart. That I believe, I believe that we got him through ancestral, you know, because... If I can also tell you a little bit story about that. After four months, after four years, after three years, we got married with my wife. We're not getting a baby. Then I took my wife and said, let's go home. Because we got married in Jobek, never went home. Let's go and, and visit graveyard and see my grandmother and my grandfather and come back to Jobek. And we did that. A week after, she became pregnant, you know, and then with the baby boy. So with the exhibition, it's also the very same thing that I should have consulted earlier before even opening the exhibition. But now, to make things right, I have to take the exhibition and showcase at home at 5.35. Yeah, yeah, man. And through the exhibition, it was a voice because no one wanted to listen to what I'm saying. It, it felt like I'm crazy, you know. Um, but exhibition, you are forced now to engage the work. You are engaged to come into the space and then listen, pay attention. So I used an exhibition as a communication tool to my family, 
you know. And then when you get to Ikala, because there is a house number outside, that coin, it has 535, which is a house number. When you enter into the gallery, you entering into 535. I converted the gallery into a, a house. So for that few minutes, for a few moments, you were in the exhibition. So nothing was personal to the public or to the viewers, but they were there to witness what's really going on in 535 home. What is the relationship between God and money in 535? Because the point of money, it's one thing that we never spoke about. We never spoke about the money. We never learned about the money. We never explore what money is. And I realized that uh, the culture is informed by poverty because we, em oh, yeah. we embrace the culture and it's, it's a good thing that came from the poverty. And what yeah. I'm saying is it has to stop now and it has to stop through me. And then I said, after the exhibition, I don't want anyone to come and say, and complain and say, what did you do when you're still alive? I lived the exhibition as a legacy. They, all my, my kids, my nephew, my, they will reflect the exhibition and say, this is what I left behind. And that exhibition carries so much message, so much directions. So if I'm no longer here, the exhibition it will give them direction. It will always become that uh, a sculpture. You know, exhibition on its own is a sculpture where it's everyone will reflect back and say, this is what he said. Even if now they don't hear me right now, they don't even understand. But it will always be memorable to say, this is what he said. My son, when you grow up, you'll always say, but this is what he said. It will always be in his mind. When we created the piece, we created a house and, and me and, and, and the mother and and the cross around that, you know. Then I created a thumbprint on the piece, just small. So it's titled Legacy. So I wanted him to reflect from that piece when he grow up, because I don't know if I'll recover. You know, we worked hard. I don't even have a hope anymore, you know, because I don't know where to look. I've done everything. I prayed, I worked, I collaborated. I did my best, you know. Beyond this, it's beyond my control. I don't think there's anything that I can do rather than what I have done already. So, so my exhibition is the biggest. Yes. My brother, this is, like I said, man, your story is just incredible. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually almost kind of lost for words. It's just, it's just incredible. Um, I think you're probably one of the bravest cats that I've spoken to definitely this year. I'm, I'm, I'm inspired, my king. I really am. Like, I can actually see parts of my life um, reflected in what you are saying. Um, it's crazy. I think we're actually quite similar in some regard. Um, it's just, it's just unbelievable, man. And to, and to, and to still, one thing, just, just, just for the listeners who, who, who was not actually a visual artist, to put together a body of work and not be inspired is very difficult. Um, I've, I've got, I've got art with life over here that's there since January and I just don't have no motivation. Um, I'm doing other stuff and working on my business and stuff, but I just, I just, I just, I just think your story is incredible, my brother. Um, I just, I just wish you all the best with it. Um, I know that on my side, I will, um, I'll put together this episode. Um, if low shading doesn't catch me, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll put this thing together tonight and I'll publish it um, on, on, um, on the 22nd on Saturday. Or definitely over the weekend. Um, I just got a notification here saying my lights gonna go off soon. Um, and I will, I will, I will, you know, I'll, I'll push it. I, I think your story is wow, wow, wow. Um, thank you. I don't know what else to say, my brother. I just, I just, um, I just think your work, your technically works outstanding. So, 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 so there's the conceptual side to it, but there's also the. Uh, you know, the, 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 yes. the actual, so the just to add on that, I am happy about this platform because this platform is an extension of the exhibition. You know, as you were asking where people can find this, they can find this content in this platform because this is also continuity of the exhibition, you know. And then there are people who didn't come and see the opening because they didn't understand the meaning of the exhibition. You know, but yeah. there was those who were brave to come and say, I 
I wanted to understand why I'm saying money is bigger than God. And I said, no, I didn't say money is bigger than God. I said, 535 Parkin Street, money is bigger than God. It changes everything, you know? So people, they remove, they, they don't listen and they don't pay attention. Yeah, What they focus listening. on, it's, you know, it's, we're always negative. And then we, yeah. I think it's how we're shaped, you know? But yep. I never said money is bigger than God. I said 535 Parkin Street, money is bigger than God. I put that statement into a context. I removed from the people and put it into 535, you know? So people who came, they understood, and then they were like, wow, you know? And they even resonate with my story because of it goes to all our household, you know? So, but now the walkabout is to give other people an opportunity to engage because exhibition is about, I wanted people to be open-minded, you know? So, because I, I keep saying, I am not responsible for your faith. Whatever that I'm saying, it, it has nothing to do with what you believe in. If you are strong and content about what you believe in, whatever that I'm going to say is not going to move you or shake you. Because I am not going to give you direction how you should believe. So, I, but I have the right to voice out how I feel, you know. So now I got into a point whereby now uh, I am fearless, you know, because I believe. God, he's, the way God was portrayed, portrayed like a human, you know, where you can easily engage with him. You can give him a feedback, you can criticize him. Because now what I'm saying is that God, there's a competition. Money is taking control of your world, you know? And then do something about this because everything that is happening is beyond our control, you know? Um, as a human, we we took we took control of what God created, but now the exhibition and this conversation is a prayer to me and say I am frustrated. I know there are other people who are frustrated as me. I I grew up under poverty and I'm still in the poverty, and then it doesn't make sense for me to live my life like that. You know, I came to live, but not to you know what to suffer. So. It, I, am, I need to explore the world. I need to explore life. I need to understand what life is. Rather than my journey directed me towards struggling. If this is my, 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 my what you call a, a purpose or it's my journey, or why is it informed by poverty? It doesn't make sense. You know, uh, why as all human, our life doesn't balance? Because our journey needs to have as a certain platform whereby our journey starts from here and then either you take right or left, but it's similar to everyone. But there's other people like advantage to them, others it's disadvantage. But I cannot say it's my purpose to start my journey from a negative side of life, you know? And then one other thing that I say, I never ask to live where I have to beg to live. You understand? I need to live, I don't have to beg. So I've been given this opportunity to live. Can I just live? not to try to find life and then to hustle. Hustling is not the right thing. Hustling came from the idea of poverty. You know, all of our culture, the way we live is not right. I For me, I'm saying you. no Enough. to that. My point is, I just want to live. I'm raising this point that money can change my life at this present moment. And then we know for a fact, like money is controlling the world. Yep. You know, there's one thing that you need to understand, uh, Seth. God created land with food and minerals and everything within the land is for the human to live from, not to buy. He never created man because he created things that doesn't need man. You know, he created land and food. Land and food doesn't, you don't need, because no one owns anything. That's my take in all of this. Money is a distraction. Money, it's, a, it's part of a man-made thing. It's not time. how God planned life to be the way it is. But the way I'm seeing, the money is controlling the world. And then they're controlling us, you know? So now I'm in the position of saying, you know what, I am tired. You know, I'm literally tired, even if I can die tomorrow, because I don't know what I'm living for. You know, I'm not, I'm seeing my mom suffering. I'm seeing my sister suffering. I'm seeing myself. It's what I know. You know, I don't see, I don't know 
the other side of life. This is the only life that I know, you know. Can you just give me a million and experience that life of mine? Then you come in and have conversation and say, you know what, mine is great. But I never experienced, I never been there. I've been in the poverty position. So I am tired with it. I've been in, in the religious, Christians, God space. This is where I am right now. I'm not, there's nothing good that I can take from it and say, you know what, I am hate, I am not happy about my life. And then I'm not gonna pretend and say life is good. And every day I am waking up and thankful life. No, I'm not thanking life because I'm thinking pain. It's pain. I'm going through so much. You know, uh, I've been starting businesses, you know, like right now I'm matured in terms of how my approach and other people. Like yourself, you saying I'm, I'm the inspiration. People keep saying that I'm the inspiration. I, I'm, I'm holding all of this because I really want to change the nature of my family, the nature of people who are looking up, up to me. You know, people who follows me. Um, I have that responsibility. That is why I'm, I've been given this opportunity to be an artist. You know, and also being an artist, I, I, I feel like the journey. It was also diverted in me becoming an artist because of my life. I was not an artist, you know. I, I thought I'm gonna be an accountant. And then my life stopped when I was in hospital. Then from all that change that I became an artist. I thought that I think I was a chosen one, you know, to absorb all this pain. And then to be honest about living about, I'm honest about everything, you know, that's why sometimes I become so emotional because I'm not pretending, you know, everywhere I am, I'm that particular person, you know, so, but right now, I want, maybe my kids, they will listen to this one day, you know, the next coming generation, they will listen to this, because sometimes you want to hear the voice of someone that you believe in, like ancestral, right now, I feel like I can hear from my grandfather, saying something and say, you know what, do this. But right now I'm with this platform, I'm saying this is what you need to do. We need to rebuild. We need to build because there is nothing when you wake up. My mom asked me, why don't you go and find a job? And say, and what after getting a job? Because I am not building anything. I had to go through this because this is a pain. It's a journey it to take time. But now, right now I I created, I. There is a legacy already that I did from the family, which is talented. You know, I said, even if it's not going to be materialized, what I'm doing right now, but talented, my kids will live from that. It's what I built at this present moment, you know. So even if I, I, I didn't build a shop or a big gallery, but I built it, talented, this is what I'm yeah. going to leave behind. So it's a reflection of those who lived before me and say, what did you leave for us to live from? Nothing. So can you continue the very same attitude? No. What must we do? Let's start, you know, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, changing yeah. our attitudes, um, you know? So, yeah. But uh, there, my brother, um, we're actually running out of time there. Um, like I said, this is, this was, was absolutely, yeah, I'm actually lost for words there. Um, my brother, thanks, thanks for sharing your story on this platform. Um, it's it moved me. Um, thanks, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you for being brave and for keeping the the creativity um, going. You know, um, somebody once told me that um, when you're working, you don't know who else is looking at you. Um, I'm moved, my brother. Thanks a Thank lot, you. man. I will let you know as soon as the story goes live. I'm, as soon as I publish it. Um and thanks for being cool, man. We we actually had three takes. Um, um <laughs> and we worked through the entire load sharing thing, which is which also speaks volumes to what you were saying. You actually spoke over the load, the the, 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 the poor network. Um like like you're saying, there's other forces involved here. My brother, I wish you a blessed yes. Friday and the rest of your day. Um and I'll be in touch via um WhatsApp. Um, but I, yeah, I have to wrap it up here, unfortunately. And um, yeah, I mean, all the best for the exhibition. Thanks for coming through, my brother.
Thank you so much, sir. And one, what, what happened today is part of the process. It's part of the exhibition because the exhibition I'm glad is you, I'm glad you, so, I'm glad you shared. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that you, that you shared it on, on your, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm not often without words. So my king, thanks man, have a blessed Friday, one love. Yes, can I, I show you a, a little bit of the studio? We can, we can. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I mean, we'll, um, Zoom will tell me when the time is up. Yes, just, um, th this is our site of, this is our uh, printing space. Um,